0: Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening, all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash, let's get started. It is Monday, October 18th, and we have completed week 41 of 2021. The readers of The Beat have made their choice for the keynote speaker. Congratulations to ARC Director of Airline Retailing and Strategy, Head of NDC, Shelley Younger. She will be talking about unused values, three reasons why they're an undervalued opportunity. The Beat Live Signature News, Views, and Interviews format are modeled after The Beat and delivers fortright discussion on hot topics in the business travel distribution, technology, and managed corporate travel space. Other confirmed speakers taking the stage at The Beat Live this year is American Airlines President Robert Isom, CWT CEO Michelle McKinney Freymeyer, and Madrona Ventures Group Managing Director Steve Singh. Runners up from the keynote pitch contest will also be featured at the event. Each will deliver brief addresses on their chosen topics, followed by a panel discussion led by none other than Serco SVP of North America, Tony Distelfo. I'm super excited to announce that we have been chosen to speak at the Beat Live event, and this is all due to all of you, our listeners, those that voted for us, for the pitch. We really do appreciate it, and thank you very, very much. Now, let's get to our headlines. A former Boeing pilot was indicted Thursday by a federal grand jury on charges of deceiving federal regulators about the 737 MAX jetliner, which was later involved in two deadly crashes. The indictment charges Mark Faulkner for giving the FAA false and incomplete information about the automated flight control system that played a role in the crashes that killed 346 people. Prosecutors said that because of Faulkner's alleged deception, the system was not mentioned in pilot manuals or training materials. The attorney for Faulkner did not immediately respond for comment. Boeing and the FAA also declined to comment. Faulkner, 49 years old, was charged with two counts of fraud involving aircraft parts in interstate commerce and four counts of wire fraud. Federal prosecutors said he is expected to make his first appearance in court on Friday in Fort Worth, Texas. If convicted on all counts, he could face up to 100 years in prison. Frosch International Travel is continuing to make a pandemic-era acquisitions, this time taking a majority stake in Corporate Travel Division of Ann Arbor, Michigan-based Conland Travel, under the terms of the deal, Frosch, which is number 13 on Travel Weekly's power list, will take over 51% of Conlin Travel's corporate unit. Conlin Travel ranks 45 on the power list. The deal follows close on the heels of Frosch's acquisition in May of Valerie Wilson Travel, number 35 on the power list. A statement from Frosch said that Conlin Travel reported sales of more than $200 million in 2019, with corporate travel accounting for the lion's share of that business at around $160 million. American Airlines and Sabre this week jointly filed a motion asking the court to close the courtroom to the public at next week's temporary injunction hearing and to steal exhibits and testimony from the hearing. American and Sabre are due in court on October 18th to begin a three-day showdown on American's request to temporarily block Sabre from using its new airline storefront display and paying value-based incentives to agencies for Delta airline bookings, pending a full trial at at a later undetermined date. American has claimed that Sabre's display and Delta's arrangement biased against the airline will breach its contract with Sabre. The airline filed a lawsuit in June, and Sabre is fighting back. And now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. As of October 18, Scandinavian airlines will no longer make face mask usage mandatory for flights within Scandinavia. However, the airline has continued to follow the recommendations of the European Union Aviation Safety Agency when it comes to the use of face masks on flights outside of Denmark, Norway and Sweden. The airline describes it, this policy comes due to the opening of societies and general recommendations from authorities in Scandinavia. Sweden was widely talked about for taking its unusual approach to dealing with the pandemic. Unlike most other global health officials, Swedish health officials were against the use of face masks, arguing that they offer a false sense of security and can cause people to forget about social distancing. Sydney said it will end its COVID-19 quarantine for fully vaccinated international travelers from November 1st. Australia closed its borders in March 2020 in response to the pandemic, allowing entry almost exclusively only to citizens and permanent residents who had to go through a mandatory two-week hotel quarantine at their own expense. The federal government's reopening plans unveiled in July proposed abolishing caps on returning vaccinated Australians with a gradual reopening of international travel with safe countries once the vaccination rates reached 80%. Travelers from Canada and Mexico who have been fully vaccinated against COVID 19 will be allowed to enter the United States over land and ferry border crossings as early as next month, according to U.S. officials. In a statement, U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorcas said that the decision to relax border entry restrictions for non-essential travelers that had been in place since March 2020 came following guidance from the CDC and other public health experts. Travelers will be required to carry appropriate paperwork to prove vaccination status, the DHS announcement said. Individuals who are not fully vaccinated will continue to be barred from entering the United States. As of November 8, the United States' current travel bans will be coming to an end, as they'll instead be replaced by a system that requires visitors to be vaccinated. Replacing the current travel bans, the United States will instead require visitors to be vaccinated. As before, all travelers will need to provide a negative COVID-19 test result taken within three days of travel to the U.S. There is no need for quarantine on arrival. As expected, children will be exempt from this policy, though it's not yet known what the cutoff age is for that. For the purposes of entry to the U.S., the U.S. will recognize vaccinations authorized by the U.S. FDA or the WHO. The following vaccinations are approved. AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer, BioNTech, Sinopharm, and Sinovac. Thailand said that it will fully open to vaccinated Americans as well as those from China, Singapore, Germany, and six other countries starting November 1st. Travelers from additional countries will also be welcomed starting December 1st. Previously, visitors could only enter and had to remain in designated resort places... 2021 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Weeks after it announced it was seizing operations and touting that new things were going to come, corporate travel management startup Lola has revealed details of the next phase. The company will become part of Capital One. The credit card giant has acquired Lola for an undisclosed sum in a deal that includes the company's workforce and software platform. In a notice posted on Lola's website on Friday, company CEO Mike Volpe and CTO Paul English indicated Lola's team and technology will be reapplied towards enhancing Capital One's business-to-business payment offerings. Technology-first travel management company TripActions announced $275 million in Series F growth funding led by Green Oaks with participation from investor Alled Gill, The new funding follows the $155 million TripActions raised in January, which company executives characterized as a signal that managed travel industry was on the verge of recovery. TripActions claims to have more than doubled its aggregate travel budget under management from February 1, 2020 to July 31, 2021. Alaska Airlines announced a new co-chair agreement with Iberia Airlines that strengthens the existing partnership between the two airlines, but providing travelers with exciting and convenient flight options. The agreement allows passengers on Iberia to book travel and connect to more than 40 routes through Alaska's network starting October 7th. Alaska Airlines announced its partnership with Iberia on March 31st, the same day it became a member of the One World Globe Alliance. American Airlines and JetBlue have begun to offer reciprocal benefits for loyalty program members. As of October 13th, qualifying members of both American's Advantage and JetBlue's TrueBlue programs receive such benefits as priority check-in, boarding, baggage handling, and security lines when traveling on both airlines. Qualifying members of either program also get two free checked-in bags with either airline. The free baggage allowance on JetBlue is available when checking in at kiosks, ticket counters, or the JetBlue mobile app. Next month, Advantage members will also be able to redeem their miles for JetBlue flights through American Airlines' website and reservations line. Former Italian airline Alitalia took its final flight after 74 years in operation. Alitalia announced in August that it will cease operations on October 14th with passengers booked through this date that could either switch to an early departure or receive a full refund to their ticket. The airline which operated exclusive domestic network faced fierce competition from Italy's high-speed railroad network with passengers increasingly opting to travel by rail for internal journeys. For the first time in nearly two years, Delta Airlines is giving investors positive news about their financial performance. On the second quarter ending September 30, 2021, the airline reported a pre-tax income of $216 million, excluding a $1.3 billion net benefit related to a second payroll support program extension by Congress. While the airline chief executive Ed Bastian touted revenues returning to just 33% under 2019 levels, he was equally optimistic about Delta SkyMiles. After the airline extended all elite member statuses through the beginning of 2023, the leader touted the increased engagement with the program. In addition, Bastian noted that spending on Delta co-branded American Express cards were increasing once again. While saying that the consumer issues significantly contributed to the positive numbers, it was evidence that the Customer centric strategy and people first approach that the airline has been cultivating since the beginning of the pandemic. All Nippon Airlines and Japan Airlines have published a joint report on the promotion and viability of sustainable aviation fuels, known as SAFs, which are expected to be a major part of the global aviation industry's goal of achieving net zero carbon emissions by 2050. In the report, the airlines have jointly addressed the benefits and features of SAFs and the amount that it will be required to support full adoption by the aviation industry. ANA and GEL have joined forces on their sustainability campaign, and the study provided a comprehensive analysis on the main issues facing the Japanese aviation sector as it moves towards reduced carbon emissions. And now in news related to the return to travel. Bonza Airlines is a startup that is promising to be Australia's only independent, low-cost airline. Here's what we know so far about the airline's proposed business plan. The airline will launch operations by the middle of 2022 and will fly Boeing 737 MAX 8s featuring 186 economy class seats, the airline will initially launch operations with two to three planes, but plan to expand the fleet over time. The airline will operate point-to-point domestic leisure routes that are not currently served. And if you're curious about the name Bonza, it is apparently Australian for great. While the airline will have an ultra-low-cost business model, the airline is promising a great traveler experience. National Rent-A-Car and Enterprise Rent-A-Car are extending the elite status for the loyalty program to February 28th, 2023 due to the pandemic. In addition, Emerald Club Free Days that were set to expire on December 31st of 2022 will be extended for 12 months to the 31st of December 2023. The extension is the latest in a string of loyalty status accommodations made by Enterprise and National. Last year, both were the first in the industry to announce extensions to elite tiers for a full year. And now in some technology news. Delta Airlines, in the coming weeks, will begin a facial recognition program for TSA pre check members at Atlanta Airport. The program, with which travelers can get to security and other checkpoints via a camera and facial recognition technology in lieu of physical identification and boarding pass, will be available at Atlanta's South Security Checkpoint in the coming weeks. The technology will expand to select backdrop and boarding areas by the end of the year. Delta last year began building its curb to gate facial recognition programs in Detroit and Atlanta Airport. The airline is planning to expand to more of its hubs. By next year, Europe Car Mobility Group UK has launched a new vehicle subscription service that allows businesses to sign up with a minimum one month commitment giving them flexibility in the mobility options without making long-term financial decisions. Called Europe Car Duo Flex, the service requires a minimum one-month contract with no penalty clause beyond that term. Businesses can choose from a wide range of cars and vans, including electric vehicles, and subscription holders will have the option of changing vehicles each month. They can also select a second vehicle for two days twice a month if the usual option does not fit their purpose. <laughs> The business travel industry is filled with events, and sometimes it is hard to tell which one is better and which one you should attend. On November 17th through the 19th, the GBTA Convention 2021 will be held in Orlando, Florida. You can take advantage of all that the GBTA Convention offers, either in person by being there in Orlando, Florida, or you can take advantage of Convention Replay, where you can watch five live streaming main stage presentations, along with a variety of different educational sessions. You can see all the details of this at GBTA.org with that thank you for joining us and i would like to ask you to tune in again next week on monday morning to get your weekly update we hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee you can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching business travel 360 on apple podcast google podcast iheart pandora or spotify Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.